When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up delicious slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. A bit weird, but it works. We are your three very weird hostesses, Emily, Ashley, and Lindsay. Hello, ladies. Hello. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be the anniversary episode if I didn't refuse to say hello and said something else instead. (laughs) This is true. It is our anniversary episode. This is a special episode, so it's not going to be like our other typical weekly episodes where we do a story. This is, um, I don't know, just a a fun little way to kind of celebrate the show and our friendship and all the people who've listened and visited our restaurant over the past year. So we kind of wanted to put together a little, I don't know, extra something, something. A little something, something. A little something, something. Put a ball in your cup. I don't want any balls in my cup. Thank you. (laughs) So first, I wanted to say thank you to our patrons, Nix, Joel, and Alex for supporting the show. And thank you to everyone who has listened and visited our little restaurant because it really means a lot. We've noticed it and we'll kind of, I'll touch on a little bit of, of what we've done over the past year. So we have had 52 regular episodes with specials inspired by 10 regions and two seasons, so the Halloween and Christmas. We have had 11 guest chefs stop by, and we've made three wild card meals. We've also served up six stories by the slice and four terrifying tidbits, so we've done quite a bit. So, do you guys remember all of our regional specials? Do you remember where we visited? Um, okay. Japan. Mm-hmm. North America. No, I'm done. Greece. <laughs> we went to Greece. Oh yeah, we did Greece. We did Greece and Rome. That's right. Or Greece and Italy. Sorry, Rome. Yep. Not a country really anymore. <laughs> we did. Ooh, we did Chile. Mm-hmm. We did India. Mm-hmm. Ireland. Scotland. Norway. Yeah. Yes. I'm missing two. Damn it. Australia. Yep. Yes. And where did the best memes come from? Who? Russia, made- Russia, yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> yep. So we have done Japan, Italy, and Greece, North America, Australia, Russia, Russia, India, Chile, Ireland, Norway, and Scotland. Those are the 10 regions that we have visited so far, which I think is pretty impressive. Over the past 12 months, patrons from regions all over the world have visited our restaurant to enjoy a good bite and a good story. And they've hailed from places such as the U.S., U.K., Canada, 
Australia, Hungary, we have a surprisingly good listenership in Hungary, South Africa, hey Nix, Brazil, Germany, the Philippines, India, Denmark, the Netherlands, Russia, Ireland, Algeria, Bahrain, and France, just to name a few. Like the list keeps going on, but those were some of the bigger downloads that we yes. had. So thank you. Hello, France. Sorry that I mispronounce all of your words. <laughs> thank you for still being here, Russia. I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, Texas, for some reason, has stuck with us this whole time, and they're really big listeners down there. <laughs> the stars at night are big and bright, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> All right, that happened. <laughs> Name that movie. Can't. Oh, my God. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that was so long ago. <laughs> I didn't like those movies. I'm sorry. Please don't unfriend me. <laughs> I thought for sure you guys would have got the reference. I'm sorry. It's been Someone out there got the reference. <laughs> As I look off longingly to the side. <laughs> Somebody's nerding out with you. <laughs> they clapped with me. So we've also had, what, three different ways of recording. Because we started off by recording on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And then we did Zoom and recorded on Audacity. Well, that was just a big old mess. And then we found Zencaster. Mm -hmm. And that's where we've been at for the most of the time. It seems like that's worked out pretty well. It has mm -hmm. its hiccups and, you know, but our audio qualities come up quite a bit. So I'm pretty proud of how we've done over the past year with that. Mm -hmm. We do have a big announcement to make. Do either of you want to make our big announcement? Oh god! I don't know if I remember what it. Oh wait, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, we are joining a network. We are. We are joining the Cultivate Network. So we are out there with other amazing shows such as Reddit on Wiki, The Dumbfound Dead, Shots and Thoughts, and uh, Let's Start a Cult. Mm -hmm. So this is really exciting. We're we're super stoked to get in with these amazing and hilarious other shows so happy to be part of the team and i can't speak for you guys but i'm hoping i don't scare them away because i'm so weird <laughs> <laughs> they're all well, pretty weird too so if if i haven't scared them away yet i'm sure i'm sure you're fine i don't know <laughs> <laughs> So we've all guested on at least some of these shows. I think we've done the Dumbfound Dead. Linz, did you you did Reddit on Wiki also? I've been on Reddit on Wiki twice. Um, I've been on Let's Start a Cult. I have not been on Shots and Thoughts yet. No. So I can't be on that one because I don't drink. <laughs> they don't drink as much anymore because they were both starting to get like. I <laughs> <High> cholesterol. <laughs> they were like, we probably shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're pretty excited. I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. It's a new network, but I think they're going to go places, and we're really happy to be joining the team. So you'll be hearing their little jingle at the start of our episodes going forward. Hopefully. By this point, we have the jingle. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with cannibalism. So <laughs> it'll be a, a departure from our usual jingle. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, sorry, Red Robin. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's so, like, your thing is so ubiquitous. It just it's happened. So, it's I catchy. Didn't, I didn't try to target you. <laughs> it's not like that time I sang the baby back ribs thing. <laughs> we also have a new P.O. box. This is really largely thanks to Ye Old Crime being willing to share their P.O. box with us. But yes. Me casa es su casa. Or <laughs> me P.O. box es su P.O. box. <laughs> I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm so good at foreign languages. Muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> So now if you want to send us mail or if you want to send some cute little pink hippos or capybaras or cute little goats, you can send those to the P.O. Box and somehow Lindsay will get them to all of us. Maybe. Or she might hoard them. We don't really know. I just hoard it all. (laughs) Through the magic of the mail. (laughs) She sends us pictures. (laughs) I'm holding a hostage. (laughs) I'm going to send you Polaroids of the stuff we got. (laughs) This is what you could be enjoying. (laughs) <laughs> it is mine. I haven't gotten a Polaroid in like 30 years. <laughs> is it going to be like that Travelocity gnome where you're taking pictures of it, having fun, and you're like, don't you wish you were here? Yep. So the new P.O. Box is P.O. Box 341, Wyoming, Minnesota, 5509 something, because I forgot to write the last digit. 55092. <laughs> we'll include that in all of our show notes going forward, so I won't have to repeat it. Poorly and inaccurately. Preferably with the last digit on there. Yes, yeah, that's important. <laughs> so send that to uh, Pineapple Pizza Podcast, because if you send it to Yield Crime, Lindsay's for sure going to hoard it. I will. Uh, I think the last thing before we really kind of get into our fun stuff was we we had uh, we wanted to talk about some of the goals that we had for our podcast this coming year. What do we want to do with it next? I had a few ideas, but I would love to hear what you guys are thinking. Did you guys hear that? No. Oh, that's good. I accidentally <laughs> ripped out a piece of my hair a couple seconds ago, and it was painful. <laughs> so goals are to maintain as much of your hair in your scalp as possible this coming year. That's always been a goal, to be honest. Um, that hasn't changed. I, I know I'm going to, like, shame the whole universe but at this point the only goal I really have for next year because we're recording this at the end of 2021 even though it's coming out in 2022 is to not die it's <laughs> <laughs> a good goal <laughs> here's the thing I love so I'm like one of those people that normally love setting goals because I feel like I achieve them if I put my mind to it But based on how the last two years have gone, I would rather not tempt the universe. So as long as I don't die in 2022, I will call myself a resounding success. You know, I would have to say, I also don't want you to die in 2022. So I appreciate that goal. I hope you you obtain that goal. Setting the bar low. (laughs) So you can be... 1,501 year old, years old instead of... Oh, you'll Actually, be 1,502, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say I'll already be 1,501 by the time this comes out. My birthday is almost upon us. 
It's the day that darkness cloaks the earth as she snuffs out the life of the sweet baby Jesus. Who was not born on December 25th. (laughs) I'm really tired of him stealing my thunder. (laughs) So fucking rude. (laughs) Well, as far as like my goals are concerned, we've already kind of um, hit one of them because I wanted us to join a network for in 2022. So that manifested. So that's good. Um, I'd like to see our listenership increase. Yeah. So we can add more fun countries to the list of places where our patrons have hailed from. from. Hailed from. Thank you. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Well, I just, you just made me realize we already hit one of mine too, because technically the episode we just recorded also comes out in 2022. So I did like the oldest epic poem in the world. That's true. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. So awesome. It was awesome. I wanted to do that the like last year, but that didn't happen. But it doesn't matter because I still did it and it's done now. Woo. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you're listening to this when it drops on the third, that episode came out yesterday, so you have lots to binge. Yep. And you know exactly what we're talking about. If you made it all the way through already. (laughs) So some of the goals that I thought of for the podcast, one of the goals I had for me this year is to curse a little less. I've had um, somebody in my personal life said maybe I cursed a little too much, so (laughs) I'm going to try to dial that back. Sorry, Joel, or whoever said that. It's probably my fault. No, no, it's my. I've always had a terrible mouth, but I've just been letting it fly lately because why not? So, one of my personal goals is to kind of rein that in a little bit. But in terms of the podcast, uh, I would really like for us to get more personal interaction from our patrons, the, the people mm-hmm. that come and visit our restaurant every week. We'd love to hear from you all about your favorite stories that you've you've listened to or maybe some of your favorite stories that you grew up with places that you would love to hear us talk about we'd love to hear from you guys um another big one that i was thinking is that i'm hoping that through the network we can eventually bring on some help so we can focus on producing like the absolute best content possible Mm -hmm. so the hope is with the network we can continue to improve the audio quality and you know really just make five-star perfect episodes every single time we'll see how that goes though so i am not capable of perfection but i am capable <laughs> of that was kind of fun that's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why you are the queen of okay yep that's me and then i think my last one is to maybe upgrade audio equipment and kind of create a, a space for all of us where we i mean Lindsay, you're already on your way but Maybe give our me and Ashley will get those little Ashley and I will get the little arms and stuff and Oh yeah. So you don't hear all of our <laughs> <laughs> Just some little things. Some, yep. some of my goals. Well with that, I think we're moving on to some of the fun stuff then. You ladies ready for for the questions? Always. No, but let's do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> so I think we'll start off. Uh, we each decided to make a list of our top five favorite episodes, regions, or topics from the year. So how did you guys rank things? What did you come up with? 
Um, I did not stick to that at all, sort of, because I, okay, so we actually talked about this before, but I don't think we were recording when I said it, so I have trouble sometimes remembering what episode things happen in, Mm -hmm. so I kind of stuck with, like, top five moments, because... That works. Because, like, uh, I think I know which episode most of these happen in, but I didn't want to say it and then be wrong about our own show and be so embarrassing. That's fair. That's fair. So I don't know what everyone else did, but I did top five moments, and then I included an honorable mention. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) So what was your list? So rolling in at number five is that dolphin noise that Brad made <laughs> on oh, the yeah. episode that we had with Doomsday with Brad and Hunter because it's so good. <laughs> to be fair, there were a lot of really good moments in that episode. I also loved when Hunter talked about one of the not deer jumping off a cliff, but like still being there. <laughs> So that whole episode's, like, really good, but I feel like the dolphin noise really put it over the top. It was. It was so good. And then number four is one that I don't remember what episode it happened in, so I don't know if either of you does, but one time I was, like, telling a really messed up story, and Lindsay was like, ruin my life, and she was really (laughs) excited. So that came in at number four. I think that was Bluebeard. Didn't you say fuck my shit up? Yeah, I think I said fuck my shit up at the Bluebeard episode. Yeah, you were ready for me to ruin your life and I enjoyed it, but I don't remember what episode it was. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, well, that's probably not good. Uh, Rolling in at number three, Callie, sorry, Callie's demon bloodbath when I got to talk about her chopping up demon Mm -hmm. bodies for a really long time. (laughs) You were so gleeful. It was great. (laughs) You were just like, yes, the doom. (laughs) The gore. Hilariously, that's probably also on the top five reasons why I'm going to be single forever. Because I enjoy doom too much. And it's weird. Coming in at number two and so close to making it to the top spot was Lindsay yelling six inches over and over again. (laughs) I know the Mothman episode isn't technically like the best audio quality because that came out super early for us. But Mm -hmm. every time I think about her flipping out, I laugh like (laughs) so it had to be on the list. And then taking the top spot was that uh, terrifying tidbit about the scarecrow. Oh, I was hoping you would. (laughs) Because of the part at the end when we're talking about how if it was a balloon, it might have made a balloon noise. (laughs) And while I'm a little mortified that I made the sound of a deflating balloon, like, on audio, the two of you laughing has always like made me laugh in that episode no matter how bad of a day i'm having (laughs) so that had to be number one um i did also have an honorable mention which couldn't be on the list because it didn't technically happen on our show but on a guest episode that emily and Lindsay did on the dumb found dead emily messed up and said our show isn't on spreaker (laughs) (laughs) whoops Which, at the time, I don't know if it still will be when this comes out, but at the time, that was our actual host. So, of course, we were on there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, goodness. I've, I needed to tell you that uh, I had the boys. The boys have been listening to the podcast lately. They've been binging it. And they listened to that story by the slice, or it was a terrifying tidbit. And when you did the sound of the deflating balloon, they lost it. They were just in tears laughing so hard. <laughs> I like don't I don't normally re-listen to our episodes a ton just because I don't like the sound of my own voice very much like played back to me. But I've listened to that one at least like seven or eight times because if I'm having like the worst day and I just want to laugh about something, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put that on. It was an amazing moment. Lindsay, would you like to go next or would you like me to go next? I'd like you to go next. You're still thinking about yours, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't do my homework. <laughs> okay. It's a hard it's a hard choice. And then there was other stuff that almost made it in and I was like, no, I don't even fucking remember what episode that's in at all, so yeah. I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> So, I did mine mostly by region, my top five regions, um, because I thought that there were some that were just, it was like every episode was so good. Okay. So, coming in at number five was Australia. The the part in the myth episode when we talk about yeeting something <laughs> and how confused the sister was every time the food would disappear go the deer into the, the, into the water the deer would be like, eaten. <laughs> yeah that is pretty funny and then there was the cryptid episode where I said that 2.9 million was almost 3 million and you yeah. guys were like yep duh. <laughs> yeah I forgot about that uh, <laughs> it was oh, good <laughs> And then I loved all the the urban legends with, like, the the fact that they covered up the people in the bridge and they were just like, nobody was ever here. (laughs) This never happened. (laughs) There aren't dead bodies in this bridge. No. Of course, the drop bears and all the chlamydia made it more entertaining, you know? (laughs) Oh, shit. How was that not on my list? Koalas. (laughs) Oh, my God. So much chlamydia. <laughs> the next region that I, I really liked was Norway because I thought the quality of our episodes were just the stories were so good and then of course all the freaking they burned everything <laughs> like everything was set on fire and it was just so good but I thought the quality of the, the myth I really enjoyed doing the Draga and getting to do a longer story like that more detailed instead of doing a whole bunch of cryptids and And of course, the urban legends were really amazing. Coming in at number three, one of my favorite episodes that I listen to all the time is Bluebeard. Oh, really? I love that episode. There's so many good sound bites from the the fact that you could put the head back on and you're like, oh shit, he's back to life. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's where we learned that you were actually 1500 years old was from Bluebeard. It is, yes. Yep. <laughs> it's just a, it was a really good episode. It was a story I hadn't heard before, so I was horrified by it, but also you did a great job and it was just highly entertaining. Great sound bites. Two is Japan. Our very first, our audio quality, not it wasn't terrible, it wasn't the greatest, but come on, just the stuff that came out of Japan between the the caramels. Lindsay carrying caramels around and hurtling them at the slipmouth woman to dumping 
testicles in a cup. Like it was so good. <laughs> or the the what was the brownstone of destiny or something? <laughs> oh my god. The missing infinity stone. Yes. It was in the butt all along. <laughs> it was so good. And then I think my personal my personal favorite is the North American triptych. The the North American mythology episode was one of the most beautiful mythology episodes that you've covered. It was so well done. Absolutely loved the story and it was just, it was moving. And then of course we ended up with Mothman and his six inches and the sound bites that came from that were just <laughs> priceless. I mean, that's one of the biggest ongoing between the testicle and Mothman six inches. We talk about that all the time. Yes. <laughs> and then of course the skinwalkers and figuring out that Ashley has put a little too much thought into how murderers meet each other. <laughs> I don't know if it's too much. It's probably just like the right amount. Okay. It's yep. like, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> you've considered it. I have breezed over that thought, but now you've made me rethink things. So I thought that was, that was one of my, that was my top of favorites regions that we covered. I think that might have been when we first met Creepy Coral, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> and the bulbous eyes. Yeah. Bulbous. Bulbous. Bulbous eyes. Bulbous. Okay. I think I have mine. Okay. So, coming in at number five was our guest chef episode with Alex and the Draga mm-hmm. and the, the purple nipples. Uh, they would pinch the nipples, and that's how you would die, is if yeah. you pinch your nipples. And then all of a sudden, like, your body would start to decay. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Two of these five are guest episodes. But number four is our guest episode with Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds, where we had the... Um, oh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones uh, jokes. Stop licking your balls, Tommy Lee Jones. Those were good. <laughs> yeah, we really fun memes that went with that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, I can't remember what episode this was from, but coming in at number three is when we solved the case of the platypus and the fact that <laughs> Freud had discovered the platypus. Um, so that's number three for me. That was definitely an early one, but I have no idea when that happened either. Yeah, it was an early one. I think it was an Italian one, wasn't it? Wasn't it Italy or Greece? It was the Italian cryptid episode, I think. Okay. Right at the that very was a beginning. Good one. That was like the beginning of Lindsay's Freud impression. Yes, it, it was, was amazing. <laughs> Coming in at number two is the haunted mansion just because that was when I kind of discovered that Ashley hates clowns because we had the clown butler oh, in the yeah. haunted mansion mm-hmm. and she was like I would totally live there and I was like what if you had a clown butler and you're like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a deal breaker <laughs> I said good day <laughs> and coming in at number one is uh the Oedipus episode because that's when we introduced the entire concept of incest in this show and it's been a long running joke ever since <laughs> so. that's true incest and cannibalism have been big flavors mm-hmm. in this kitchen they have. 
<laughs> they're very popular flavors. <laughs> I don't know about popular with our, well, you know, <laughs> people keep coming back for more. So I guess so. <laughs> uh, long pig is uh, very popular and people like familiar flavors. So they do. They do. So, yeah, that's my top five. I had to go by like moments again. I don't think I'll ever forget Tommy Lee Jones. That was that was, that was really funny. <laughs> I'm glad that we all did this. We all made our own list because there were part there were some of those moments I didn't really they didn't pop immediately to my thoughts. So it was good to hear them again because they were so good. I I have that merch with the dog, <laughs> the Tommy Lee. Oh Jones. yeah, stop licking your balls, Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. <laughs> he looks so sad. <laughs> he does. <It's> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get over how everybody was like, oh my god, when I was like, doesn't Tommy Lee Jones look like a bulldog? And everyone like lost their mind. It totally blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, how did I never see this? <laughs> it was an amazing moment. It was. Well, we do have a list of other questions. Shall we move on to some of our other stuff? Sure. Oh boy, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start them off a little easy. Based on the stories we've covered, which place would you most like to visit? Whether that's a place like in your stories or a region that we've covered. Which are you most interested in visiting? I still really want to go to Japan. Like that's a place that's always been on my bucket list. Like even before we did our uh, episodes on them or on it. And just knowing that there are signs places that warn about the Kappas and things uh-huh. like that, like, <laughs> I want I still want to go. So, and I would feel very uh, on edge the entire time because of the mass and that the Kuchisakaona was going to, like, get me. I probably wouldn't <laughs> talk to anybody. I'd be, like, looking for giant, like, death scythes or something. <laughs> well, just remember, if she asks you if she's pretty, just be like, meh. You're okay. I'll just keep caramels in my pocket and I'll just like throw it at random people that talk to me and then (laughs) run away. (laughs) Just smack people in the face with caramels. (laughs) I'll be like, what the fuck? These fucking Americans. (laughs) Now they're throwing caramels at us? I make it on the news. Oh my god. In today's story, there's a random American running around chucking caramels at people. (laughs) Assaulting people with caramel. Oh man, this question is so hard, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Italy still. Like, I'm gonna be honest, Chile is like a very close second Mm -hmm. because I like the photos that I found when I was working on my my story from there were stunning. But I gotta go with Italy, and it's because I am a chubber and I want to eat some Italian (laughs) pasta, like real pasta. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, please. It's also a gorgeous country, and that doesn't hurt anything. There's plenty of beautiful sights to see, lots of historic architecture and old works of art. Like, yeah, I, Mm -hmm. I want it. Count me in for that. And lost cities that have been found, like Pompeii. I would there's like so much stuff I would like to see there like it's I could probably spend more money than I could ever make trying to go to all the places that I'd like to see just in Italy 
It does sound like it would be beautiful. I've never been out of the U.S., so I have no idea, but it sounds yeah. pretty. I haven't gotten to go anywhere either, so I I think that would have to be my number one. I think Norway would be probably the one I want to go visit. I've always been really interested in like Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, all those that region up there, and I really would love to go and see it. It just looks beautiful in the pictures and... Scandinavia. Yeah, I'm going to go during the summer when there's actual daylight because I'll fall asleep if I go during the winter. (laughs) But (laughs) it looks beautiful. And, you know, apparently they're okay with things catching on fire. So (laughs) entertaining. There you go. Lots of history. It'll be fun. You could go to the soap (laughs) church that isn't actually made of soap. Yep, the soap. (laughs) (laughs) I was very confused for a moment there. Put a cat dog in there for me. That's right. Oh my god. So do you have a favorite moment, like a top moment from the show that's just the one that you always think about or that cracks you up every time or that really moved you? I think mine, and it was actually a surprise to me when I was writing it and it happened again when I was reading it because this was in one of my episodes. But in the Australia episode when I was talking about the two sisters... And the one is pregnant and getting close to when she's going to have to give birth. And her sister tells her, like, that this is what her body was made to do and that she'll be there for her. Like, I started to, like, get very emotional reading that out loud, which is, like, I'm an emotional person for sure, but I'm not a mom. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that I necessarily would have expected myself to get emotional about. That's fair. Yeah. That's how I felt when you did the North American episode and you talked about the bear that sacrificed. That one brought me to tears. I loved that moment. Yeah. That one made me tear up too. Oh, yeah. Right. It was so good. My personal favorite moment. Oh, that's tough because they're all so damn good. The one that makes me laugh like a freaking idiot and it's a new episode, but every time I listened to this and I had to listen to it on repeat while editing was Brad doing the dolphin sound. <laughs> like, Why I just, so it's funny. so funny. <laughs> just can't, I die of laughter every time I listen to it. So that's definitely up there. I think one of my favorite funny moments, and I can't remember when it happened. I know it was early on, is when... Emily was like, hold on, I gotta take off my pants. Because that's <laughs> like a whole running joke throughout the entire show is, oh, is it hot in here? Take off your pants. You know, <laughs> so I will never forget that. I am wearing pants today. Sorry to disappoint. I did see that. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a good thing I'm wearing pants today. <laughs> <laughs> Give you guys a show. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into some of the really fun questions. This is the part where things that I've come up with to ask other people bites us in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) If we were to make a summoning circle, what three items would we need to place in it to summon you? God damn it, I hate myself. I put thought into mine, so I already know what mine are. But Then you go first. Yeah, you go first, because I only have two. I got to think of my third one. So I asked Joel what he thought I should put into it, and he goes, just 
food. Three food items. Food. <laughs> <laughs> it's You're one of them wrong. cheese sticks because it better be. It was. It was. <laughs> originally. But I changed it. So I changed it to a good bottle of red wine because I love a good red. Bruschetta on garlic toast. All-time favorite mm. food. And then a Kesha album because I love me some Kesha. You put that stuff in there, I will come any day. <laughs> but cheese sticks like was it. on there originally. I kicked the cheese sticks out for Kesha. I like it. I like it a lot. Ugh. All right. I think I have mine. So one is Red Bull and everybody on the whole planet <laughs> knew that that was going to be the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no doubt was in anybody's mind that that was on there. <laughs> the second thing would be My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade album. Solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah, it was hard because I was really close to... I was really close to picking a Fall Out Boy album, but I was like, no, let's be honest. That's the one that would do it. Mm -hmm. And then... My third one, which I know I'm going back on what I said because we got a really good answer from an episode that won't have come out yet when this comes out. And I was going to pick something that I would hate because I'd be like, yeah, that would get me in there. But instead, I'm going to go with a copy of Wuthering Heights because that's my favorite book of all time. I'm emo as hell. Like, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but those would be my three things. Nice. So mine would be coffee. That's no surprise to anybody. Yeah. That was a given. My Kindle, because I have like a million and one books downloaded onto it that I haven't read yet. So I would be mm -hmm. occupied for days, weeks, months, years. And... Probably the Birds of Prey album, just because there's so many really good songs on there from uh, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Yeah, I have that. That's one of my favorited albums on Spotify. That's a good choice. It's a good mix. I'm surprised you didn't put a capybara there, because I figured if somebody put a capybara in your summoning circle, you would be there in instant that that's like the fourth thing so if you were to put like a capybara in there as like a sacrifice but you didn't sacrifice it i'd come mm. immediately <laughs> like i'm here to snuggle you let me hold yeah. you <laughs> and give you scratches under your chin <laughs> so then i think the good segue for this one would be what would the devil have to promise you for you to sell him your soul. I put seal. <laughs> to seal your soul. To seal your soul. I love how I'm the one that was like, we got to put this question on there. And now I don't want to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a shit. tough question. It's a big one. I feel like it's one of those questions where you're like, realistically, I would never sell my soul. But... Oh, no, I definitely would. Because not oh, yeah. even I have zero <laughs> doubts about this. <laughs> I think mine would be to be able to be financially secure enough to travel to multiple places with my family without it like severely hindering our day-to-day -day life finances, if that makes sense. Like being able to just get up and like afford to go to 
the West Coast somewhere for a week for a vacation and not have to, you know, not eat for a month because we went on vacation. <laughs> you know, so just to be able to travel without worrying about finances at the same time with my family to be able to like go to the places we always talk about going to. I think I do that. I'm going to hell anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so might as well get something out of it. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mine is going to be really depressing to sleep, to be able to go lay down every night and fall asleep and not have it be like a difficult thing or a thing that causes me anxiety because I don't know if I'll be able to do it or how long I'm going to lay there and be awake or if I'll wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to fall back asleep. That's what I want. That's actually a really good thing to to wish for. Good solid sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, when's the last time I got a good solid night of sleep? Yeah. It sucks. And it starts to drive you crazy. I think I have to be on drugs whenever I do that. Because the last time I had a really good solid sleep was after I got my second COVID shot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, God. Something I would sell my soul for. This is a really tough question. This one I did not put thought into. Cheese sandwich. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Unlimited mozzarella sticks. (laughs) Not just unlimited mozzarella sticks, but for them to always be the perfect level of crispiness on the outside, hot and melty on the inside, with that little pool of grease that's just so satisfying when you eat it. (laughs) Oh my god, is this really your answer? (laughs) Yes, I'm going with it now. Because that makes me so incredibly happy. When you get to that pool of grease, you're just like, yes. Where have you been for the last couple minutes? There would be a caveat. It doesn't clog my arteries. There you go. You can't get heart disease from having unlimited mozzarella sticks. And also, I can still poop. That's important because I will just eat endlessly with these things. <laughs> Weird things to wish for, I guess. I don't know. How did she die? She had the most impacted colon I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like someone who had eaten nothing but cheese for three whole years. <laughs> we found a whole cheese stick in there. <laughs> Towards the end, it was nothing but pure, like, intact mozzarella cheese sticks. If only someone had gotten her a magical plant to help her butt chocolate. Oh my god. Oh. I'm sweating from that one. Oh, oh shit. If only okay. she had gone to Japan and encountered <laughs> some kappas. <laughs> Please help, I'm stuck. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, you can eat buffet! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no. oh. This wish went weird. <laughs> Brought to you by cheese. <laughs> oh my god. Eat Ow. your fruits and veggies, kids. Eat your fruits and veggies. Even if you're not sure what's a fruit and what's a veggie anymore. <laughs> It's all a berry. It's all a berry. They're all berries now. Except, Except the berries. Except for the cheese. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Ooh, oh my my face abs. seriously hurts. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I did have on here, what is one thing that we've covered that freaked you out the most, but we don't have to do that one if you want to skip and stick with fun ones now. Mine was the fucking clowns. Oh, yeah. Hate the clowns. It's the close second, though, the world's worst My Little Pony. Oh, yeah. Why why doesn't the knuckle of E have any skin? (laughs) That was pretty gross, wasn't it? The Invunche. I was going to say, I think pretty much my entire chili episode was pretty bad. The in- oh, just thinking about the children and the bones twisting and oh my gosh, that one was hard to swallow. There are other things that are scary, but that one made me so uncomfortable. But it was also really good. So wasn't the long ship made of nails? The nails, the fingernails. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that's what was going to be yours. No, fingernails gross me out, but I can picture that more cartoony. Like the Invunche really got me. What about you, Linz? I think the stuff about dolls. And then who had the thing with the weird little coconut baby? Oh, that was Anansi. The Anansi doll from the Patreon episode. Oh my god. Looking at that thing, I was like, fuck that noise. (laughs) Burn it. (laughs) Do not let that anywhere near me. That's fair. She was very upset about it. Like... I remember her face being horrified. <laughs> I remember looking at that and even through the, the computer screen just being like, no, 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 no. That is haunted as fuck. Get that away from me. Three teeth. Three human teeth. Three human oh Why? Just even thinking about it, why? Why would you put human teeth in a coconut? It was awful. Oh but my also- God oddly cute because it was a spider. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I'm not sorry. No. <laughs> no. I get why you're disturbed by it, but I thought it was cute. I'd rather have one of those creepy, like, corn cob dolls that the Amish play with. That don't have a face? <laughs> that don't have a I, face. <laughs> I hate those. Why doesn't it have a face? <laughs> at least it can't look at you and just be like... What if it is looking at me? I would never know. <laughs> It's going to be like Slender Man with no face, but it still sees you. It's exactly like that. I hate those dolls. Okay, so let's move away from the things that are terrifying us. Yeah. And move on to things that make us laugh. Yes. Okay. So this is a two-part question. What character do you most identify with from Psych and which one from The Office? Okay, so what I think would be fun, and we don't have to do this if you guys don't want to, but I think it would be fun if we write down the answer for the other two people, and then after each person reveals their answers, we say what we thought, and then if anyone's like, you're lying, we'll have it written down, and you'll be able to show it to Okay. Sure. So we're writing it down for the other two people. Okay. I feel like you're going to guess who I am from Psych. I feel like I'm not going to get any of these right, which is hilarious because I'm the one that wanted to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I think I probably did this wrong, but it's okay. It'll still be funny. It'll still still be funny. It's supposed to just be for fun anyway. Like, I know I'm not going to get them right, so. 
I'm ready when you guys are. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah, let's do Emily first, because I feel like I totally botched my guesses for you. Okay, so for Psych, am I saying what all three of us are? Or just what I think you two are? What we'll do is, you'll tell us who you think you are from both shows. And then we'll tell you what answers we put down. Let's do Psych first, so like you'll tell us, and then we'll do The Office. Okay. So, I think I'm Gus. Oh my god, I put Sean. I got it <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> I put Woody. <laughs> See, but I love all of those characters. It's so hard to choose. Okay, but why did you pick why did you pick Gus? Well, he has this thing about Pluto, of course. But, which yeah. like I'm super hung up. I also know that in my personal life, I tend to be more of, like, the not the adventurous person. I'm the one that's like, let's play it safe. And that's who Gus typically is, but I still go along with the person who's doing the things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm, Yeah. So I feel like I fit Gus's role there. Damn it. I got that so wrong. (laughs) That's okay. Do you want me to do office next? Yeah, do the office next. Sure, okay. So you guys are gonna. I'm gonna get this wrong too. <laughs> yeah, you're not too. gonna. You're not gonna get this one. But it's just my my character was Creed. Oh <laughs> shit! Now Creed. that you said it, I could totally see that. But I, I could, could not see that think. Too. Damn it! He says the I had, weirdest like, such shit. Such a hard time. He does <laughs> I just love it, and he's always like, like the the when. Ryan gives him the website that doesn't make any fucking sense and Creed just thinks he's the blog. Yes. (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) I would have no idea. (laughs) See, this was fun because now that you said it, I totally can see that. But when I was trying to think of it on my own, I couldn't get that. I put down Pam because I think that you like pranking people and like playing jokes on people. But I don't necessarily think you're the one that always comes up with the idea mm-hmm. I feel like if someone has an idea though you're like oh hell yeah yep. <laughs> that's true <Yep. laughs> I put you as Kelly I almost put Kelly <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that answer she talks a lot I talk a lot I think Joel would agree with you on that <laughs> <laughs> harsh <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm 0 for 2. <laughs> Same. Don't feel too bad about it. Alright, so who's going next? Um, I can if you want. Okay. So, for Psych, I put myself as Sean. Yes, Me I too. finally got one right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I hesitated a little bit, but like, sense of humor wise, I feel like you're totally a Sean. Absolutely. 100%. That's exactly what I went with it, too. <laughs> Yay! I finally got one. And for The Office, I did Dwight, actually. Oh, oh shit, man. I got that wrong. Man, I, went I had with Jim. Andy. Oh, you I had, had Andy? Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, because... Because of the singing and doing the voices, mm. like Andy does that's that true. kind of stuff. So that's yeah. the first thing that popped into my head. That's true, yeah. I mean, you're not as disturbing as Andy is sometimes, <laughs> but 
those two things were what popped into my head. See, I thought of Jim because Jim just really loves to always have the best time possible, and he loves to laugh and have get just everything's comedy to him, and that makes me think of you. Everything is comedy. Yeah, that's no, that's good too. The reason I kind of picked it is because I'm just really awkward, and then like <laughs> I kind of tone deaf sometimes to like the situations that I'm in. So then I'm even more awkward and just say just random weird shit and do random weird shit. And it ends up being funny. So that's part of why I picked Dwight. (laughs) Well, to be fair, now that you've pointed it out, I feel like Dwight would say some of the things that you've said about cannibalism. (laughs) Like, I can totally imagine Dwight being like, human flesh tastes like spam. (laughs) And then just like moving on. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Uh, yeah, he would do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn it. I thought I was going to get that one right. At least I got one. You did get one. one. All right. You're up, Ash. All right. So I put that I, from Psych, I put that I am Gus. Yay! I got it right. <laughs> nice. I put Juliet. Oh, uh, why? <laughs> because, because if you really look at it, Juliet is really the smartest of everybody. And this she's always the one. She's the most level-headed. She's the one that's reeling them in, but she still has a good time with all of them. And I think that's you. She can have a good laugh, but she's also the one that's like, okay, y'all are children. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's probably fair. <laughs> yeah, I put, well, I put Gus because, like, kind of for some of the same reasons that you did, like, I tend to fall for, like, the wrong people all the time. Like, if Gus has a crush on someone, you know that person's probably, like, a criminal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I also tend to be somebody, like, I think that I'm funny most of the time, but I also tend to be a person who's more, like, work-focused. So I kind of think of myself as the person who's just, like, trying to do their job. (laughs) And then, like, gets derailed by other stuff. But once it starts happening, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's happening now. So I might as well just go with it. That works for Juliet, too. Yeah, that's fair. But yes, I see what you're saying. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think Juliet's, like, really sweet. And I don't really think that I am. But I don't know. You're very thoughtful. You curse more than Juliet ever would. But you're a very thoughtful person. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I know no one's going to get who I put from the office. <laughs> Who'd you put? Karen Filippelli. No, was not going to put that. I put Jim. I put Pam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... I know she's not, like, a main character, so it's, like, a little bit of a cheat to put that down. But I feel, like, flat sense of humor-wise... Uh-huh. Sarcasm wise, <laughs> I think I'm a Karen. Like, I really do. I could see that. The episode where um the Bears Beats Battlestar Galactical one where at the end Dwight comes in dressed as Jim and is like, Karen, wanna have sexual intercourse because I'm your boyfriend? And then Jim's like, do you? And she's like, I'll pass. That sounds like me. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah. So 
I think that's me. Why am I Jim and Pam now? <laughs> oh, I think I had you as Jim just because you've got such a fun sense of humor and you do come up with these like elaborate like backstories for things that are very funny and like well thought out at the same time. Oh, that's a good point. I do do that. Like I would definitely <laughs> do that holy grail thing to somebody. <laughs> So that's kind of why I picked Jim. Okay. That does make sense. It does make sense. See, I picked Pam for a lot of the same reason that I picked Juliet. Like, a lot of times she wants to, she gets in on the fun and she's having a good time. But other times she's sitting back like, these two are freaking idiots watching (laughs) (laughs) Jim and Dwight. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. So you just sit back and you're along for the ride. Also, she's really creative. You're a very creative person, although I think that Lindsay's version of talking about how Jim can create these stories fits a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You're a word a word wizard. I don't think of myself as creative. You are. I, I guess that's like the disconnect for me. I just don't think I am. <laughs> sorry, my dog's like being a dick, but... She was like, you are creative, mom. I think my problem is when I think of creative, I tend to think of people who are like artistic Artistic. in the sense Mm -hmm. that they draw or paint or something. And I'm not like a visual arts person at all. River, stop. (laughs) I love you, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) But no, I, I mean, I guess like there are some senses that you could say that. I just don't think of myself that way. You're very good at painting a picture, and so is Pam. Ha <laughs> ha. See? But you just do yours with words. Mm-hmm. I am sometimes good at words. <laughs> you, paint, you paint a brain picture you with do your words. <laughs> In our noggins. In our noggins. Uh, that ended up being fun doing it that way, even though it was like <laughs> a was. lot harder to come up with. Well, it's a lot harder when you try to come up with it for somebody else. It is. But- it is. But I like hearing hearing what you guys, the reasons that you came up with for yourselves and the reasons that we came up with for each other. I thought that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun. So now it's time for us to ask our unique questions. These are stories that we've never asked each other. They haven't been asked to any guests. Are you guys ready? I don't know, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I kick this off? Yes. I say yes. Okay. We're going to start with, if you were turned into a cryptid, what would be the three big characteristics you would be most known for, most recognized for? Like, if you were going to turn yourself into a monster, what do you picture and what is it known for? I think I would definitely be nocturnal. Same. For sure. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to have, like, those big fucking, like, nocturnal eyes so I can see in the dark like an owl. Hopefully they're mm-hmm. six inches apart, because that's impressive. <laughs> I feel like that would be my my first one. I also think that I would probably have claws. Like, I don't know why I think that, but that's, like, one of the first things that popped into my head when you were like, if you were a cryptid, I was like, I'd slash some shit up, for sure. <laughs> um, and for some reason... I also kind of feel like I would be furry, but I don't have an answer as to why. <laughs> like, <laughs> what color would your fur be? I think black. So that I can be camouflaged like in the dark and be a better hunter. Oh, that's good. 
I'm picturing you as like a mix between a bat and an owl. Mm-hmm. But furry. I like it. Yep. Like a like a furry bat body. But then like, but like the talons owl of talons. A, Yeah, owl talons <laughs> and like the very sharp eyes of an owl. Okay. But like bat fur though. Be like the soft bat fur, yeah. Yeah. I like it. You could be like a crazy thunderbird or something, like a nocturnal thunderbird thing. Ooh, there you go. That sounds cool. Would you be called Ashley's? Maybe. <laughs> called the Deadly Nightshade. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, <Like> yes. That. <laughs> You're welcome. Now let's see what I would do. I want to have bat wings. I like it. Because that'd be fun. I would also be nocturnal. I also just kind of want to be Mothman. So, like, <laughs> I just want to have a nice ass that you could pop quarters off of. <laughs> so you'd be known for your big ass. My big <laughs> succulent ass. My bat wings. <laughs> and the fact that I live in a TNT bunker. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> this is what Lindsay has been aspiring to for nearly a year now. My booty don't quit. If I, if, if you were to take me and turn me into a cryptid, I think one of the main characteristics is that I would sleep a lot because I'm tired all the time. So I'd probably live in like a cave or something, sleep all the time. And I would be known for extreme flatulence. So you're a Snorlax? <laughs> like a sleeping, farting Snorlax? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. And, I don't know, I kind of picture myself like one of those creatures from where the wild things are, but like this big, just big, huge, farty, sleepy thing that if somebody messes with the trees, that's when I wake up and I come out and I fart and I kill everybody off or I knock them out and I gas them away from the the trees that <laughs> you're like a super stanky sloth <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a farty lorax <laughs> farty lorax <laughs> totally totally <laughs> so that was my first question shall i do my second one for you guys or do you have what do you guys want to rotate we can rotate <laughs> mine are really messed up and i don't know if i should still no, do it them or go for it do something it else. fine I stole this one from the show Love Life on HBO Max. But if you could bring back any person from, like, anywhere throughout history from the dead, but you had to sacrifice a living person, who would you pick? Like, who would your historical person be and who would you kill? Hmm. I went a really dark place with this that isn't cryptid related. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring back anyone from history. Well, you can't bring back martyrs because it kind of kind of ruins the whole idea of being a martyr. Yeah, it defeats purpose. Somebody I would bring back would be Martin Luther King. Who would okay. you kill? Martin Luther King who, Jr. I would, who would you kill? Um, is it Kim Jong-il? Kim Jong-il? That's in power now. Yep. Get rid of that guy. And then put Martin Luther King Jr. there. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a toss-up between him and Assad, who is Syria, right? 
because I don't like him at all. I think he's a terrible yeah. person. Isn't Kim Jong the one that's in power? It might be. I can't Eun, remember. Yeah. It's the Kim Jong. Yeah, it's, it's Eun. Yeah. Il okay. is the dead one. That's, yeah. That then dead. I can't sacrifice the dead guy. I'll sacrifice the one that's alive. Okay. You can do yours, Ashley, if you want, if you know yours. I'm hesitating on who I would kill at the moment, but I would, I think I would choose to bring back Mary Shelley because she basically oh. invented science fiction. That's a good one. And I would love to be able to chat with her. And also I have follow-up questions about her shitty husband. But, you know, that's... I'll probably start with something chummier for us to talk about. Who would I kill, though? I think... Shit. This is, like, so hard. (laughs) I'm the one that picked this question, but I still am, like, (laughs) hesitating. Is David Duke still alive? Yes, he is. (laughs) I'll probably kill that guy. Is he the, one of the leaders of the KKK? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. I'm probably going to get murdered now for saying that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get murdered for saying mine. So I'll, I'll take the hit. Um, <laughs> I would bring back Alice Roosevelt just because she led a really fascinating life and I'd want to like learn everything about her life. She was um, Teddy Roosevelt's daughter, oldest daughter. And I would probably just kill... Donald Trump. So I don't think we need him anymore. So if that doesn't get me killed, I don't know what will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I get to be fair. It's kind of like playing Mary fuck kill, you know? Yeah. You 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 have to choose somebody. It's part of it's them's the the rules. Them's (laughs) the rules. So what's your question, Linz? What? golden girl would you be if you had to pick which golden girl you are since i never watched the show you'll have to tell me who you think i would be okay i think that i would be dorothy i just think that that's definitely my personality like she's like the more serious like more focused one but she does have like a very sarcastic sense of humor and she does tend to be more cynical Although I also really love her mom because, like, yeah. she's hilarious. But I'm, I don't think I'm that funny. So I think I would be Dorothy. Who do you think M would be? Maybe Rose. That's kind of what I was thinking too. So Rose is Betty White's character. She's oh, okay. from, I'm she's cool from that. Minnesota. <laughs> she's kind of not really ditzy, but she's a little more like la la la. Doesn't really care as much about stuff. She I think always... she's a more relaxed like mm-hmm. person out of the three of the main characters. Mm-hmm. She's also good at putting a good spin on things, mm-hmm. which I feel like Emily's very good at. When mm-hmm. I'm like in a bit of a funk, she's always good at finding a positive thing that doesn't that's not like annoying and actually feels valid like some people be like oh it's gonna get better or something like that but emily always has like a concrete thing Mm -hmm. to point out that makes you feel better and i feel like rose is good at doing that too. she is that's really sweet didn't expect that thank you also betty white's just cool yeah (laughs) she is really cool she is she was hot when she was young did you see oh yeah Yeah. she was a looker Mm -hmm. you're a looker thanks how you doing Take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd probably be Blanche. I was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. Like more of a crass sense of humor. Yeah. Like 
will just say whatever's in her head because she doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Yep. But, like, also owns the room. <laughs> that's yeah. me. That's, that's the Leo in me. Yeah, I'm a Blanche. Yeah, I, th- I totally see that for you. So are we going to be the Golden Girl someday, then? We need to adopt a fourth. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> she can be our mom. <laughs> she can be Ashley's mom. Oh. Well, I do like Alex. It'll probably be okay. And this is the mom. The mom's kind of kooky, isn't she? Yeah. She's got some of the best. She's got some of the best one-liners. She reminds me of um, the dad character from Grumpy Old Men. She's yeah. like she's like the female version of the dad. Yeah. You could shit in one hand. I'm sorry, you could wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which gets filled first. (laughs) I love Burgess Meredith, man. It's colder than a witch's titty out here. (laughs) Love that guy. He's awesome. All right, Emily, hit us with your second question. I think you guys are going to have fun with this one. If you were indoctrinated into this group and you became a skinwalker... And you could shapeshift into any animal. Which animal would you choose and why? I would uh, transform into the giant golden crowned flying fox. Because it is the largest bat in the world. That's solid. It's a wingspan of 1.5 meters. And I don't know what that is in uh, feet. (laughs) Well, a meter's a little over three feet, I think. Mm-hmm. So. so. That's pretty big. Yep. To big that. And its scientific name is pretty badass. Terrapus vampirus. Ooh, that's a good one. That is really good. They're like giant flying puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I am the knight! I feel like I would just be like a mangy coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not the most attractive animal. You probably don't want it near you. But from a distance, it's all right. (laughs) I did not put any thought into this one. And I wrote this question. I would want to be an immortal jellyfish. Because jellyfish are fun when they wash up on shore. They kind of look like boogers. And that makes me laugh. But also, (laughs) it keeps being born again and again so that's cool I think it's really neat I did not know you were going to say that but okay (laughs) (laughs) I can accept that and move on with my life I will be your beach booger (laughs) (laughs) step on me it'll feel gross don't poke me with sticks please (laughs) I don't want it It makes me sad (laughs) oh man okay I forgot what my second one was, but I came up with another one. So we're going to go with it. Awesome. Even though it's probably not as good as the first one. Uh, If you could go to any, like, time period in history, but you'd have to be stuck there forever, what time period would you choose to live in? Well, that's a tough one. Because they all suck. Mm-hmm. Like all of them, they all suck. <laughs> Especially for women. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. Could you be a man? Sure, why not? 
I mean, we're just like changing into other shit, right? Yeah. Because that might sweeten the deal. (laughs) If you were a man instead of a woman. I'll just pretend to be a man. It'll be fine. I still want to be a woman, though. I don't want to be a man. I don't want to sit on my balls. Yeah, right? Do your balls hang low. Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie in a Can you tie him in a bow? Can you throw him over your shoulder like a continental soldier? <laughs> your balls hang low. This is that when we went to the hospital. So weird. <laughs> Mine's kind of a toss-up. So, on the one hand, I think it would be kind of cool to be in the Victorian era because a lot of the stuff that was kind of going on at the time was kind of cool because a lot of stuff was being like developed and discovered at the time but then another part of me is like it'd be kind of cool to be in the wild west yeah so one of those maybe fair enough I think I would probably uh, sometime during the baroque period because I love the clothing it's just so weird everything was so over the top I just want to be in that where it's ridiculous. Everything's just so kind of gaudy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, and part of what made the Victorian era, the Victorian era was kind of like this pushback against the kind of... The foppery? Yes. And and just, I mean, they, 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 they went out, they fucked, they had fun, they did drugs, they did all kinds of stuff. They had a good time. And that just, it sounds like they had a great old time. You know, if you were rich. If you were poor, it sucked, but... Yeah. So probably sometime, like, in the Baroque. Oh, and that's also a caveat. If I was going back to the Victorian era, I wouldn't be... I'd want to be rich. I wouldn't want to be a... Well, yeah. In any period. Yep. If I were a rich man. (laughs) 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 Shit. So, I... I'm kind of torn also like Lindsay because I have like two that are really really appealing to me so I'm just gonna give them both instead of trying to pick one or we'll be here my whole fucking life so if I could choose to be like a member of the upper class only (laughs) ancient Egypt oh that's a good one because like how fucking cool would that be those clothes were awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the best stories yeah I think I would really like it if I if I had to pick a different one and this one is not really so dependent on social class than the Roaring 20s also a very well, good one I actually thought about that one too <laughs> I thought about that one too yeah like just enough um just enough feminism like creeping into the culture that I might not totally stick out like a sore thumb like enough empowerment that I might be able to like eke out a decent life but also early enough in our history that if you don't have a lot of money you can still make a fortune mm-hmm. so yeah I'm, I'm thinking the 1920s is probably my top choice but if I could choose to be super rich ancient Egypt <laughs> there you go I'd have been an awesome Cleopatra. There you go. All right. My last question is, if you were to have the most epic dinner party ever and invite 
a mythological person from mythology, cryptozoology, and an urban legend, who would you invite to your dinner party? Shit. Ooh, that's tough. Well, I think I would want Kali from the mythology because I think she's badass and... You know, if if our dinner isn't dead yet, she'll take care of that for us real quick. Yep. <laughs> oh, for a cryptid, something that's not gonna make me puke. So, I want old yellow top because I want to know if he really does have that old yellow top. I <laughs> think he'd be fun. <laughs> and then for an urban legend, let's see. I want to meet the, the funny little fire women from Norway. Because oh, they just entertained yeah. the hell out of me. The little fire babies. Yep. <laughs> the little baby-sized fire yep. women. <laughs> That's good ones. Those are good. Do they have to be stuff we talked about on the show? Nope. Okay. So I think my mythological person would be Freya Ooh. from Norse mythology because she too is a total badass. And I feel like I could learn a lot from her. I also just feel like she'd be really cool to talk to about literally anything because she's Mm -hmm. goddess of so many different things. Like, love and fertility, but also she'll kick your ass. Like, that's what I'm about. Um, Cryptid is harder. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to pick something that I'm terrified of, which is hilarious because those are normally the cryptids that I find the most interesting, but I also don't want it to eat me or my dog. (laughs) So it's like a really difficult choice. Is it weird if if I pick a crocata because they're based on hyenas? Like, it might kill me or I could finally become Harley Quinn and it could be my pet forever. (laughs) I think I'm gonna go with the crocata. It might kill me, but whatever. We'll be fun. We'll be friends. It'll be fine. And then Urban Legends. That's such a hard question. Isn't it? Yeah. There's so many Urban Legends. Maybe that, like, evil, like, scientist doctor from Australia who wasn't, like, really evil. Oh, yeah. Just how cool would it be to, like, have dinner with a mad scientist? That's true. That's weird, isn't it? That's a weird answer. No, no. It's not a weird answer. I'd like to pick his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Head nod. No head head nod. (laughs) Shaking no. Um, I think for my mythological person, I'd have to go with my boy Loki. Because I'm sure he would have some interesting stories to share. Mostly about what it's like to watch a giantess give birth to a huge wolf. Yep. (laughs) That would be a story. Or to have sex with a horse and then give birth to a horse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, For a cryptid, are they the kushtaka? The like otter? Uh The 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 were-otters? I'd have the kushtaka because they'd be like with their little hands. <laughs> nice choice. <laughs> nice choice. And for my urban legend, I might invite the Kuchi Sakayona because it'd be funny to try to watch her eat. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and so messed up. 
That's good, though. That's good, though. <laughs> well, I think that's it for all of our questions. So I thought maybe we'd just close on one good thing instead of all of us doing an individual good thing. I thought we'd just do kind of one group good thing. We made it here. We did. It's our one-year anniversary. We really didn't know each other too well when we started this, and an incredible friendship has grown out of this, and it's awesome, and I love it, and I know you guys love it. Mm-hmm. So I think our good thing is this show and each other. Agreed. And the fact that you guys haven't decided you hate me yet, but it's going to happen <laughs> any ever, day ever. now. Never, never. Never, ever. <laughs> Even though I'm 1,501 years old by the time this comes out. Oh, shit. Real time, though, I'm not prepared for another birthday. <laughs> but no, that's a good thing. It is Definitely a good thing. a good thing. It's been a good year. It has. I loved it. I love you guys. I don't I didn't so much love the year that was 2021, yeah. but I love both of you very much. I love both of you guys, and I've really enjoyed hearing and learning about all the different things that we've covered the past year on the show. Like, 99% of the time, I've never heard of it before. Like, there's maybe, like, a couple things that we've talked about the past year that I had some frame of reference for, but everything else has been, like, brand new, and it's just been so much fun learning about stuff and coming up with our jokes about stuff and yeah getting to know each other yeah yeah Yeah, for sure but i also feel like one of the things that i'm in like really still enjoying like every single time i sit down to write a story is like while you're writing it I kind of think about all these moments that I want to emphasize when I tell it to you because I like I know the parts that you're going to get a kick out of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, you know, those are the parts that you're like you're laughing to yourself like while you're writing your notes because you're like they're going to love the shit out of this cuz <laughs> it's so weird. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like we all do that cuz like I've seen both of you get like your eyes just like light up at certain parts of the story because you're like yeah you're not ready for what's about to happen (laughs) i think that's been part of the fun with the uh, stories by the slice they're a little shorter so we get to kind of throw a little more laughter in there and have some fun with it and we've been Mm -hmm. able to pick some kooky stories that maybe we couldn't put on the the regular show to really get some good laughs yep oh no I just love you both. Like, that's so corny. I'm, like, going to cry. I feel like I'm, I'm like, starting to well up over here. I love you, too. Yeah, I love you guys so much. I think that's one of the things that I'm the most grateful about this show, is being able to consistently talk to and see you guys and um, get to know you guys better and stuff. And so I'm just really excited for this coming year and all the fun mm-hmm. stories and new jokes that we're going to develop. That will continue to live on in perpetuity through the podcast, such as that Ashley's brain is made of cheese and (laughs) Emily doesn't like wearing pants. So, (laughs) and the best part is most of the jokes have a little kernel of truth in there. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Just fits. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I think on that wonderfully high note, we'll close up the restaurant for the night. 
Sounds good. Did you forget our closer? <laughs> you <Yeah>. sure <did>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for visiting our beautiful, beautiful pizzeria. pizzeria. <laughs> Does that refresh yep, your memory? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> A year in, I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> we don't know. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying an anniversary slice of pizza with us. Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you still do? Question mark? If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us, check out our Tee Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pineapppizzapod. That's pineapppizzapod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at pineapppizzapod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels. And just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome. And we love you.